Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Ashley O Show. I am so excited that you guys are here for today's episode and every episode. I cannot express to you how much gratitude I have for all of you guys that are listening, that you are still here with me, especially with all of the big transitions that have happened in this community. I know that that's not easy to understand or go through because we've had a relationship for a really long time that I was talking about nursing and I was a nurse and this is, you know, you you knew what to expect. And suddenly things have shifted so quickly. So I know that this is kind of jarring. It's jarring for me too. Let me just tell you right now, I'm so lost and confused in so many ways, but I'm also feeling more aligned than ever at the same time somehow. So it's terrifying. It is extraordinarily stressful. I still don't feel like I know what I'm doing but I still feel better than I did before. So I'm just so grateful that you're here, that you've stuck it out with me, that you're still interested in listening and that you're still interested in this community. I love you guys, like seriously. Before we dive into today's topic, I do want to mention a few things for you in case they are relevant to you or if you're interested. So if you are listening to this episode in real time, this is coming out on Monday, November 28th. And If you are listening in real time, there is still a deal and a promotion going on for the programs that are finishing out the rest of this year, as well as launching in the new year. So I want to talk about them just really briefly for you and expand a little bit on what they entail. So the first offer is for a 30-day kickstart, which is for the rest of the year. So it's kind of to finish out this year, 2022 strong. With this program, you get four one-on-one coaching sessions with me. You'll have support in between those calls. We'll really be able to deep dive into your goals for the rest of the year, the barriers that you've been facing, and we'll be able to tactically come up with ways for you to overcome those barriers, to figure out a plan for you that works for you, a fitness and nutrition plan, as well as to support your mental health and change and shift some of those limiting beliefs that are holding you back in whatever goals you have for yourself. So the, the Kickstarter is really an intimate way for you and I to deep dive into what's holding you back, where you want to go, and how we can get you there. And then the program I am so excited about is the eight-week homecoming program, which starts in the new year. I'll have way more information about exact dates and how you can uh, join the network and everything like that if you if you just choose to go with the program. I'll give you way more information on all of that. But just to give you a brief overview, the eight-week homecoming program is all about coming back to your body. 
you have enough people telling you how to restrict yourself further, how to deprive yourself, how to punish yourself with exercise if you ate a certain food, or how to get more motivation because you clearly must have no motivation or discipline if you can't stick to a diet. It's a six-week shred. It's all about losing like 30 pounds in three weeks somehow. It's fasts and detoxes and macro counting and calorie counting, all of these very structured restrictive programs. That's what I get on my feed over and over and over again, and I am tired of it. You have enough messaging and you've had enough messaging in your life telling you that you're not enough, telling you that you need to cut certain calories, telling you to be afraid of butter and fat and now carbs, telling you that you need to eat 1,200 calories. You have enough people telling you that nothing tastes as good as skinny feels to try and trick your body into feeling like it's full by chugging you know, three glasses of water. Like you have enough people telling you all of these very toxic diet culture hacks. Like we don't need any more. So the homecoming program is about getting back to your body instead of trying to escape it. We spend so much of our time worrying about what we look like in certain clothing, worrying about how our body's taking up space, trying to get away from the body that we have, trying to fix it and morph it and fit it into some expectation that has been set by a society that doesn't care about you. I want to change the world. (laughs) I know that's ambitious, but I want to get rid of diet culture for good. I want women to love their bodies again at whatever phase of their journey they're in. Because we can't keep waiting for when. We can't keep waiting to love ourselves and appreciate our bodies and honor our bodies until we weigh a certain amount. Like we can't put that off. You, We need to figure out a way to love and take care of ourselves along the journey. And the homecoming program is all about that. It's a formula to help you get to the point where you're not spending most of your brain power worrying about what your body looks like in clothing, worrying about what you look like when you walk past a mirror. Like how often have you been out with your family or out with your friends and you're having a great time and then you catch yourself in your reflection? You Somebody takes a picture and you look at it. You're like, oh, can I see what it looks like? And it ruins the rest of your experience. Like, I don't know. That's happened enough to me that I can't imagine that I'm alone. So the eight-week program at the base level is a group coaching program. There'll be eight weekly lives going in a community that's totally outside of social media. So you don't have to worry about being bombarded with all this crap on Instagram or Facebook. We will be on our own network that is outside of social media so that we can have safe and private conversations. We can be vulnerable in that space. There'll be eight weekly lives and there'll be occasional happy hours mixed in as well on top of those. There'll also be four bonus expert calls where we really deep dive into a topic with an expert on that said topic. There will be resources and homework and exercises that you can do outside of this program long after it ends. You'll meet women in this community that you can connect with and network with and build a supportive community for yourself beyond what I can even provide for you. So the group coaching program is incredible. And then if you want to elevate the experience, if you really want to dive deep and go all in and taking care of yourself and putting yourself first, you can choose the VIP experience, which includes the one-on-one coaching on top of the group coaching. So you'll get everything that's in the base level. And then on top of that, you'll get eight 
weekly one-on-one coaching calls with me. So you'll have multiple times, you'll have a group coaching experience, and then you're going to have one-on-one time with me where we can really build you a personalized plan, dive deep into what's holding you back. You'll have text and memo support outside of your coaching hours. So you'll have 24-7 access to me via Voxer, which is a service that we can use outside of like just text messaging. That's a private space for us to talk. So you'll be able to ask me questions throughout the week if you're struggling with your journey or if you need extra support or if you want that extra accountability where I can text you and be like, hey, did you do your workout on Tuesday? If not, how can I support you to do your workout on Wednesday or whatever works for you? You'll have access to me in that way. And right now, on top of all of this stuff, you get extra savings and extra bonuses. So with the 30-day kickstart right now, as I said, that's $100 off. The eight-week homecoming program, that is running at $100 off the base price as well. And then the VIP program is at an extra $200 off. And on top of that, in the eight-week homecoming program, if you sign up now, you'll get a free one-on-one 60-minute session with me so we can really build you a personalized plan and deep dive into what's holding you back in that one-on-one session that you'll get even with the group coaching program. And then with the VIP experience, you'll get a free nutrition deep dive where we can educate come up with a good nutrition plan for you that fits your goals and fits your lifestyle. So I'm just so excited. I'm sorry. I know I'm long-winded, but I'm really proud of what we're building here. And I'm just so excited to see women cherish themselves again, come back home to themselves. Instead of this new year, new you bullshit that you're going to hear over and over again, I want this to be new year, come back to you because you have everything you need right now. Okay, I could talk about this forever. You will hear me continue to talk about this. But if you have any questions, please reach out to me. I will answer whatever questions you have. We can jump on a discovery call, see if we'd be a good fit. But I would absolutely be honored to work with you and help you be your absolute best and most beautiful self because you're already there. It's mostly opening your eyes to how incredible you are and cherishing your body and honoring your body instead of just punishing it and depriving it. That's my goal. I want to just say fuck it to all of this diet culture bullshit. You don't need detox teas. You don't need all that crap. Okay, get off my step stool. It's not a step stool. It's a soapbox. (laughs) And I could edit that out, but I'm not going to. I'm getting down off my step stool soapbox. And we're going to dive into a really, really quick topic. On Mondays, I was thinking of switching this format to a kind of like a Monday motivation, challenging a long-held belief, something like that. We're figuring this out in real time, folks. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm going to be really honest with you. And this is really hard. So give me feedback. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you hate. If you're like, Ashley, I don't know what the structure is. I don't know what you're talking about. Go back to the old way. Tell me. But we're going to experiment a little bit. So today, the thing that popped in my head as I was making myself like a little drink in the evening, I was like, am I drinking an alcoholic beverage? Am I drinking this because, you know, I'm enjoying myself and this is like self-care or whatever, or am I trying to numb out? And so that's the question I want to pose to you today. When you engage in things that you try and label as self-care, is it actually self-care or is it numbing out? I think that we could easily blur the the lines between those two things. 
We live in a world right now where you open up Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and you're going to see self-care kind of preached at you a lot. But what we see often is this self-care that's like bubble baths and face masks and having that extra glass of wine or taking a rest day when your body feels tired or those sorts of things. But going on a shopping spree, it's like self-care, I'm taking care of myself, look at me. We see that a lot. And sometimes all of those things are acts of self-care and that's great. But when does that self-care become an act of avoidance? When are we using those things to escape feelings that we don't want to feel or situations that we don't want to deal with? At times we are just fueling a cycle of stress and then relief, stress and relief, stress and relief over and over again. An easy question to ask yourself that I've started to try and ask myself as well as I'm engaging in these things. When you wake up in the morning, for example, do you feel rejuvenated? Do you feel restored? Or do you feel regret or guilt or shame? Is it, gosh, I'm really glad that I spent the time to relax with my husband and have that glass of wine last night. It was really great to connect. We got to communicate. That was really amazing. I feel rejuvenated? Or is it, why did I have that second glass of wine? I have this terrible headache. I forget what I even did last night. I did. I wasn't present in the moment. Like, why did I have that glass, second glass of wine again? I can never control myself with wine. It's this cycle of guilt and shame. That is certainly not self-care. We may think it is in the moment, but what feels good in the moment is not always the right choice long-term. And we know this from experience, right? Those things that we do when we're feeling crappy or when we want to avoid certain emotions or we had a really long day and we'd rather just forget about the day and distract, those things that we reach for usually give us a really great dopamine hit. And so, of course, they feel good. Of course, we want to keep doing them. But are they really getting to the root of the issue? Are they really working to relieve that stress or are they just enabling us to avoid it? And then we just still have to deal with it in the morning. In reality, self-care is usually the shitty stuff that we don't want to do. Self-care is often the adult stuff that we've been avoiding. It's going to the gym. It's making the meal that maybe doesn't sound as appealing, but we know is going to make us feel good. It's setting boundaries at work. It's being more assertive. It's speaking up for what we need, even though it feels uncomfortable. It's having that tough conversation with family or friends. Those things are self-care because they are getting to the root of the issues. They're getting to the root of the thing that has led us to need the self-care in the first place, the stress and the anxiety, the overwhelm that comes with being a human being in this world. It's not really about the what, of what you're doing. It's more about the why. So the best way to figure out whether what you're reaching for will help or harm you in the long run is to ask yourself why you are reaching for that thing. Are you choosing to go to the gym because you know that it's going to help you have more energy? It's going to help support your mood and give you some endorphins. It always makes you feel strong and confident. Like, is that why you're going to the gym? Or are you choosing to spend hours in the gym as punishment for something you ate? Or are you choosing to spend hours in the gym because you're avoiding that hard conversation that you know you're going to need to have when you get home? 
we can see a difference between those two based on the why. Because going to the gym sounds like a great thing to do. If you told anyone, oh yeah, I'm going to the gym, I'm taking care of myself right now. Like I'm really diving into my self-care. That sounds great. But if it's to avoid a uncomfortable conversation, it's not self-care anymore. Now you're numbing or escaping or avoiding. And that's where we have to kind of draw these lines. And sometimes what can start as a supportive act for yourself or something that is an act of self-care can quickly become a habit that is no longer serving you. So for me, alcohol is something I've had to assess frequently because it's so normalized in our society to drink, especially after work, right? And especially in the nursing world, that was super common. You'd work your, you know, stretch of shifts, especially on night shift, and then you drink afterwards and it would be a a way to de-stress like oh I'm so excited it's finally my Friday I'm going to get drunk basically or just drink this morning before I go to sleep if if you're working night shift (laughs) and this is super common in general right everyone any nine to fiver when five o'clock hits that's when you crack open the beer we get home you get to finally unwind and you have your beer or something but it often becomes just a habit that you just end up doing regardless of how you're feeling. It's not always after a hard day. It's like literally at the end of every single day, work day, you just always have a drink. That's just what you do. So now it's become this habit. And is that habit actually helping you anymore? Is it helping to relieve any of the stress? Or is it actually adding to it? Because now that one beer has turned into four beers because one beer doesn't do anything anymore. And now you're getting into fights with your with your wife or your spouse. Now you're forgetting what you were supposed to be doing in the evening because your memory isn't as great when you're drinking so much. Now you're waking up groggy and you aren't going to the gym because you're too tired because you drank too much last night and it really disrupted your sleep. That's not helping you. So this episode is not at all about me telling you how to fix all your problems or how I've figured this out and I only engage in acts of self-care and I definitely don't numb out. That is not what this episode is. It's me saying, oh no, I do this. And it's something I'm working on, trying not to avoid and escape and distract myself when I don't want to deal with the hard stuff. Because I'm literally, I'm in a season of hard stuff. I'm in a season of overwhelm and I am consistently reaching for ways to escape because I don't like that feeling. I don't like being uncomfortable. I don't like feeling overwhelmed and stressed. So while I should be organizing my business and building the, a program out and trying to be on social media more to talk about said program or work with clients more, while I should be doing those things, that's overwhelming and stressful. So it's way easier for me to spend three hours watching Netflix to avoid that feeling, even though that then makes the feeling way worse once I'm done with the activity of avoiding, because now I've run out of time to do the things that I need to. So I am literally in this right now. So this is not an episode of me being like, this is how I figured this all out. This is me posing this question to you because it's been a helpful question for me to start asking myself in this season. And I would imagine that as we head into the holidays, this may be a helpful question to start asking yourself as well. Because the holidays often do come with ways to escape our problems. We use alcohol. We use sweets that don't make us feel that great, but taste really good. We don't exercise because we'll deal with it in the new year. We avoid all of these things at the end of the year. And it's just an accepted fact. So 
I just want to challenge you to start to ask these questions, these hard questions to yourself the next time you reach for that thing that helps you escape. The next time you turn on the TV to watch Netflix, I wonder if you want to set a boundary about how much you're going to watch instead of just free falling (laughs) five hours into Netflix and then it, you know, interrupting your sleep or something like that. Or it makes it so that you don't have to deal with that hard conversation that you need to have. I would rather you set a boundary there or just start to think about whether you need three episodes of that show that you love or whether one would be a great way to unwind and then you can get back to the things that you need to do or whether you need that second glass of wine. Sometimes I want you guys to have the second glass of wine. That's great. But I just don't want you to use that as a way to escape because it's only going to lead to feelings of guilt and shame and anxiety and stress. It's only going to compound those negative feelings, even though in the moment we get the dopamine hit and it feels good. So that's the question I want to ask you this week. Is it self-care or is it numbing? Is it self-care or is it a way to escape your problems? That's what I want you to ask yourself this week. Okay. I intended to keep this short and I did a decent job compared to some some weeks. Um, but I hope this episode was helpful. I really, this one was really just a way for me to pose a question to you that I think will be a helpful one, a powerful question to ask yourself this week. Don't forget about the deals going on. If you have any questions at all, reach out to me on social media at Ashley O Show. You can reach out to me there. I will answer all of your questions. I really appreciate you guys being here. I love you. I hope that this episode was helpful and I will see you on Wednesday. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley Osho so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.